Live from the Youth Today studio at Kennesaw State University, you're listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Watch Dogs program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Also brought to you in cooperation with Youth Today. Youth Today is a publication of the Center for Sustained Journalism at Kennesaw State University. If you want to know what's going on with Youth Today, go to youthtoday.org. Well, hello. Hello, Chris. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say hello. Welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. We are in the midst of some technical difficulties here. Uh, unable to log on from this end. So, Chris, I guess you'll be driving the bus today. How you doing? I'm good, Keith. Uh, happy to, to do so. And, uh, yes, sir, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Well, uh, other than the fact that we have uh, some technical difficulties and uh, being that uh, we are in Atlanta and Atlanta does have some traffic issues, our guest has not arrived yet. So uh, we are going to uh, do like you do normally in live radio and, just keep on rolling. So uh, I do have a special guest with me today that hasn't been with me in the studio before. Uh, it's kind of a uh, impromptu uh, take your daughter to work day today. So uh, I want to say hello to my beautiful daughter, Gracie. Hi, Gracie. Hi. <laughs> She's joining us in the studio today. I got a day off. The uh, our, Her school is already in their Christmas vacation. So uh, also in the studio have uh, James Swift with Youth Today. James, how you doing? Yep, right from the iPhone here. Uh, Chris, can you hear me okay? I sure can, Keith. All right, all right. Well, Chris, how are things going with you? What's going on out at the mothership? Well, Keith, we are, you know, it's that slow, if there's, if there's ever a slow season at Watchdogs, uh, one time it is right now when schools are focusing on, on semester tests and trying to uh, – and the fall semester uh, during, before Christmas or before the holiday season, uh, basically we get fewer people on our conference calls, fewer telephone calls. So what we do at Watchdogs is we take the time and we call all our schools that have purchased a kit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, recently that's in our pre-launch phase. And so we take the time to call them to, to see, hey, uh, did you launch this fall? And and so a number of schools have, which is exciting. Uh, currently, right now, Keith, in that can't be right. Uh, currently, that that's in a pre-launch phase. It has dwindled from about 700 schools down to a 400 number. So we our active mm-hmm. school count has has uh, climbed. And trying to pull this up. Give me just a few minutes. That's why. So while you're doing that, I guess you could say this is a good time. If you wanted to do the conference call, this is a good time to call since it wouldn't be such such a uh, a crowded uh, classroom on that uh, conference call. That that is correct. That is correct. And currently, Keith, right now our active school count is 3,631 schools. And and in pre-launch, we have about uh, 430. So. Uh, we're right there. Uh, you know, we fully uh, believe uh, that we're going to be in over 4,000 schools come 
the, uh, come by the end of May. And so wow. just by adding the, those two numbers up, you know, we're, we're not going to – that's not uh, including the, the 200 schools that, you know, we're going to forecast 250 schools that's going to buy a kit, uh, you know, sometime between now and the end of March and probably kick off the program too. So we, we have a chance to be in about 4,200 schools uh, by the end of June if everyone, you know, kind of takes the training, buys the kit, and launches – within a reasonable time period, uh, we very easily can be in over 4,200 schools by the end of June. That's amazing. You know, I kind of I jumped on the bus a little bit, uh, you know, much later than you did. Uh, when I started coming around the Watchdogs program, we were only at about 1,500 schools. So to see the, the jump from 1,500 to uh, nearly 4,000, and uh, we're certainly going to come close to that, is is really amazing. So uh, so you know certainly credit to you guys out there uh, at the Watchdogs National Office. Um, so do we have? Uh, I think Eric is uh, is he in the air today, or do we know where Eric is? Eric is. Uh, I believe I believe he's at home in Kansas. Uh, he's taking uh, some vacation time that he's earned, and uh, you know he he's on the road a lot. Uh, oh, like yes. yourself, and he's out there promoting the watchdogs, going to you know state conferences, national conferences. Sometimes it's a, a local conference, uh, you know. So uh, he he's taking some time off to be with his uh, family and just to Good get some him. downtime. So yeah, he he's uh, yesterday he was moving, helping his uh, son move out of his uh, college home into somewhere else. So. Uh, you know, he definitely didn't get in some, he definitely didn't get R and R yesterday. <laughs> Put him to work, huh? Well, that's yes, good. sir. And hello to Gracie. I uh, heard a lot about you, and uh, your dad is very proud of you. And so, keep up the good work. And uh, I believe you're the one that races. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, she's actually a track star. She handed the uh, the headphones over to James here. Uh, so we'll get back to her in just a minute. But. Uh, but uh, James, well, I've got you here. Can you tell us what's going on at uh, Youth Today and what the what the do we have a Christmas edition out or uh, what's going on? Well, we are quickly approaching our Christmas moratorium. We're going to be offline until early January, so we're kind of getting our final stuff in for the end of the year. Um, we have a, a virtual issue of the best compilation material from Juvenile Justice Information Exchange set to be published uh, online later this year. So we're really excited about that. Um, right now, I'm currently working on some pretty small stuff with the OJJDP and the NCCD. So, yeah, kind of all uh, shifting into holiday mode as, as everyone else, and looking forward to a great year in 2014. Exactly, and, and we certainly got a lot uh, coming up uh, as we're looking at our schedule. We're already getting uh, conferences lined up where we're going to be doing the uh, Georgia Department of Education, Georgia PTA Parent Engagement Conference coming up in Athens. Uh, Georgia, that's going to be a great conference coming up. Uh, I know that, uh, well, coming up this year, I'm going to be getting to do a keynote at West Virginia PTA, which is a big thing for me since I was uh, born in the Mountain State, even though I didn't actually grow up there. I was right on the river. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. I know uh, we've got a lot of groups that are uh, responding to our uh, requests, our uh, call for uh, Call for presenters. If you are uh, putting together a workshop conference, uh, something that you would like to have some content 
uh, about an hour-long parent engagement program, give us a call, and uh, we'll see if we can fit you into our schedule. We'd love to uh, go out and, uh, and meet folks. So, um, But anyway, getting back to uh, getting back to youth today, once again, as we're coming towards the end of the year, I uh, I would like to uh, thank the people at Youth Today for letting us use the studio here. I know uh, last couple of months or so we've been on the road uh, quite a bit but uh, but it's always nice to come home and uh, and visit in our uh, beautiful lime green studio here uh, at youth today here at Kennesaw State University. James thank you very much. Absolutely it's a pleasure talking to you Keith. All right well uh, well Chris what uh, what have you been doing in your Christmas preparations? Well Keith uh, right now uh, you know we're just as far as our Christmas preparation uh, preparations, we're just uh, you know really just trying to daily uh, with our, our our family and our kids, you know, you know just kindly uh, putting the little words into their ears. Hey, you know, don't forget about the real meaning of Christmas and what Christmas is about. Whereas you know some of their maybe friends or even sometimes us as humans, you know, it's you know we think it's about me or. Or you know, trying to outdo the neighbor, whether it's lights or gifts or whatever. But you know, really trying to focus on giving uh, to those in need and, uh, and focusing about Jesus. So we've been kind of trying to put sound bites in our kids' ears and in their text, just to kind of remind our kids because they're at that critical age of of high school and middle school and all those fun years that that happen at that age. Uh, so that, that's what we're doing right now at our home. Wow. Hey, Chris, I've got some, I'm going to uh, send you some information on text here in a minute. So can you can you drive the bus for me for a second? I uh, I have found Tina and she is stuck in traffic. So I'm going to try to reach out to her if you can kind of give us a, a uh, uh, some information uh, quick, Chris. We'll uh, we'll see what we can do to get her on the line. Sure, sure. I'll be happy to drive the bus. And uh, those who are listening, I want to welcome you to the Watchdog Radio. Uh, our offices are headquartered headquartered in Springdale, Arkansas. And uh, Keith is uh, the, the main host. Uh, I'm the co-host, but Keith is out of down there in Kennesaw State. And he is uh, the one that hosts this. But we do want to, if you're a live listener, we want to welcome you to our show. Uh, we do this on a weekly basis, usually on Tuesdays, and uh, occasionally we'll have a rollback and host a call on Monday just to accommodate some work schedules. Uh, the number to, to call in is uh, 215-383-3728, 215-383-3728. So if you want to give us a call, feel free. Uh, we'd love to... Uh, Hear from you, hear about uh, Watchdogs, what it's uh, doing for your school, any changes it's made uh, to the kids and faculty, and even the dads that uh, are volunteering. So give a give our uh, radio call. We'll be happy to uh, talk to you and, and listen to you and let you tell your story. You know, as Keith mentioned, a little bit earlier uh, during this uh, telecast, uh, he mentioned that when he uh, started his school there at Pickett's Mill Elementary, uh, at that time the current count for, for watchdogs was around 1,500 schools. Uh, when I first was hired uh, by watchdogs, 
we were in a little more than, than 400 schools back in February of 2007. And uh, today, in December 2013, we're in over 3,600 schools. And so we have just grown uh, tremendously. Uh, this program is a wonderful program. If you don't know about uh, what a watchdog program is, what a watchdog program is, or how to start one, I want to encourage you. Go to fathers.com forward slash watchdogs. That's fathers.com forward slash watchdogs to find out more about us, or you can call our office at eight 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 five four zero three six four seven. I think Keith might be back. Keith, are you are you there? I am back, and and through the miracle of modern technology, I am happy to say that we are joined from the jungle of Atlanta traffic by our good friend Tina Long. Tina, how are you doing? And welcome to Watchdogs Radio. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, uh, hey, Tina, how are you? Somewhere stuck in traffic, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to, and, and we can certainly, uh, you know, reschedule and give you your full time here uh, in uh, in a couple once we get uh, back after the holidays, because I'd really love to spend uh, more time with you than, than we're going to wind up having here. But uh, Tina, if you would, um, do you mind just giving us a little bit of background on uh, on your organization and as much as you feel comfortable with uh, with your situation? Um, of course. Uh, about four years ago, October 17, 2009, uh, we lost our son, Tyler, to what we call peer abuse-driven bully side. He was 17 years old, and Tyler was born with autism. It was actually Asperger's, that form of autism, where social skills were not their forte. Um, they were very rule-oriented people. Everything is black and white, and I think that the kids at school really had a difficult time with that. And over the years, it sort of snowballed, and he was the target, per se. Um, All of the things that David and I did to step in and to try to help him kind of fell on deaf ears. Um, There were a few teachers here and there that really did some great things, but on the whole, the administrative process did not work. Um, and Tyler, the way he put it was he was going to go to a place of everlasting happiness. So after mm-hmm. Tyler's death, uh, two months after, actually, we met a man named Lee Hirsch. He called mm-hmm. our house one day and said, I'm going to come to your house and we're filming a movie about bullying. And we were just so still in shock. It really had no brain cells whatsoever. Um, So we were like, you know, whatever. Whatever you want to do, that's fine with us. So we showed up and filmed what the film Bully that we thought, actually it was called the Bully Project at the beginning, and the name got changed Uh after it was bought by the film company. Okay. But um, did that filming that he said, no, PBS, no big deal. It's just kind of to make, you know, bring awareness Mm-hmm. So we, we did that, and once we kind of got to a point that David and I felt we were comfortable, we thought about what are we going to do for not only Tyler's legacy, but all of those toddlers out there in the world, what can we do? 
So we yeah. ended up starting um, a nonprofit called Everything Starts with One Org, and we, we really try to focus on the solutions because I think awareness is out there. But we we really are looking for what solutions are working uh, versus some of the recipes that I call them that are out there that are not maybe really doing a good job. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of where we're going um, at this point. We travel the country, telling our story, talking to just a, a multitude of different kinds of people, and, and try to share what we've learned in this journey. Wow, that that is that is mm-hmm. an amazing story, and it's just you know I, I, you know, of course I'm sure you hear this all the time. You know, I hate to hear that you've had to go through this tragedy, but of course, you know, trying to make something positive of it. I certainly applaud you for doing that. What type of work does um, it all starts with one? Are you working in schools? Are you, do you, are you doing presentations? Exactly what kind of work are you doing now? Actually, um, we've been in camps. We've been in schools. We've been in colleges. Um, I'm going in a few weeks to talk to a bunch of nurses in Florida that are school nurses. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done out and equal things with um, some of the gay organizations. We really, tr- it's amazing the different facets that that we get to speak at. And yes, we do do school presentations. And, uh, one of the favorite audiences that we have are the up and coming teachers in these colleges. Oh, certainly. We really get to get in deep and hopefully make a difference with with their attitude and their outlook and what they might do and they see these situations. So we are very fortunate, um, by word of mouth, I suppose, to have gotten to do all these great things. And we have some, uh, we went to a school in Iowa, spoken about our four schools in a couple of days. Then we're going to Indiana in a couple of weeks in January. And we are just very blessed with those opportunities. Because then, to be honest, that's our healing. I mean, that's at least... We know that we're hopefully doing something, um, and, and then we start research what books are out there that really are what they say, what mm-hmm. uh, programs are out there that really are working, and what may be just what I call the recipes that really is not going to bake that cake. Right. Right. Now, have you had uh, quite a bit of acceptance through, uh, like, for instance, the uh, local school counselor associations or, or other groups like that? You know, there are different parts of the country that are really, really on the bandwagon, really, really wanting to make a difference and wanting to admit, hey, of course we have bullying. Every school has bullying. Um, and, yes, we want to make a difference and want to put ourselves out there, work with the community, and do great things. So, you know, that's where we go in and kind of consult Events, things like that. Um, locally, it's been a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. We did um, follow a lawsuit against our school system. So, you know, there are those that understand, and then there are those that feel that maybe we shouldn't have done it that way. But after Tyler's mm-hmm. death, we begged to talk to teachers in the school system, and they completely shut us out. And so that's one thing that we thought we deserved disclosure to be mm-hmm. able to find out what happened to him, and right. we actually had a judge verify what we were saying. So mm-hmm. you know, that kind of gave us that closure that we needed to go on and do other things um, right. with this call. Right. 
Now, are you uh, are you speaking at conferences as well? Uh, we do. Uh-huh. Okay. We, um, Actually, I believe we met through the um, National Youth at Risk. Uh, so we're you know, we're looking forward to our uh, our work with them. Right. Yeah. One one of the big solutions, I guess, and I think you know who this man is too. We were introduced to Rickshaw a couple of gosh, probably over a year ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, after the film came out, to be honest, people bombarded us with programs. Um, please support <laughs> our book. Please this and that and. Uh, kind of get to the point where you're so frustrated because you're not seeing anything that really is, is to be honest, good enough for our kids. Mm-hmm. So someone said, really, really take the time to talk to this guy named Rick. And I thought, well, we'll do it. We'll do it because it was a good friend of ours. But um, what we found from his program that he has called Kids is an actual prevention platform. Right. That's one of the awesome solutions that we have found that really seems to be working not only with bullying, because it's not always just about that. Sometimes it's just about student safety. Right. And that kind of is a comprehensive program. Um, there is a book by a man named Ed Dragon, um, The Bully Action Guide, that is amazing. And if we had had these things in place for Tyler, mm-hmm. maybe I wouldn't be here talking to you today. Right. And that's what we look at. What is out there? What are schools doing? We did this that are doing wonderful, great things mm-hmm. that cost nothing. Right, um, right. We visited some that think they're doing great things, and they're really hurting the situation more than they're helping. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and then, of course, you know, it's a matter of knowing what's out there. And, you know, we've seen a lot of great programs. We've done a lot of work with some great folks from, uh, from Rachel's Challenge to uh, all of the people that we've talk to, to through National Youth at Risk, uh, you know, of course, meeting yourself. And then, of course, you're doing this as well as being, you know, having a full-time job, and David has a full-time job as well. So this is on top of uh, taking care of your careers. So, you know, I applaud you for the work that you're doing and the, uh, you know, the effort that uh, that you're putting into it. So, um, well, I... Thank you for saying that because a lot of people really just feel like, um, you know, one of the things we did not get income from the film. Um, that was the documentary. We did not get income from a lawsuit. That wasn't the point. Right. You know, we're doing this for different reasons. And the reason we did the nonprofit is because we really wanted people to be able to donate if they wanted to or help if they wanted to and not feel like they were putting something in our pockets for another reason. Right. Um, I see. Because it's all about the kids. I mean, it really is. It's all about how another family does not have to go through but the right. tragedy and horrific dreams and seeing hmm. your child there, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Certainly. When I found out what happened to Tyler, when we got these kids in deposition and they started really saying what went on every day, mm-hmm. it was shocking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, going back, if, uh, you know, if any of our listeners have not seen the movie, uh, the documentary, Bully, I certainly encourage you to do that. It is really an eye-opener. You know, we, each one of us has our own view of what school is like because of our own personal experiences. But to go back and look at it through the eyes of someone else is really uh, an, an eye-opener. And, and uh, I thank you for your part in that. And, and I certainly hope I know that that movie 
um, brought to light a lot of things uh, in our country that, that we need to focus on, we need to think about. So, um, so Chris, uh, you, if you're still in there, have you got any questions for Tina? No, I just uh, applaud you and your husband for 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 standing up uh, and for you know uh, going around and speaking about it and, and making more people aware of this issue because it, it's for real. And uh, I'm very sorry uh, for your loss. I uh, can't imagine what you and your husband have gone through. Uh, I have no idea. And uh, I just uh, want to tell you to keep, to keep fighting and keep uh, getting the word out there. I appreciate that um, more, than you, more than you know. And there's one thing that we, can, that we can do is we do have a story, and we do have a story that might can help someone else. Um, I mean, I just... We, we have to do that. I mean, we have to. We, we feel that we don't have an option. Exactly. Well, well, Chris, I'm flying blind here, so I don't know how much time we've got going. Uh, my clock is showing. We're at about, uh, we down to about three minutes. Is that right? Yes, sir. We're, we're about down to two minutes. Yes, we are. Okay, great. Well, Tina, I certainly appreciate uh, you joining us, and, uh, and James is here uh, would like to speak to you if you'd like to uh, keep on fighting your way through uh, our wonderful Atlanta traffic, and uh, uh, we'll be waiting for you if you uh, if you still have the opportunity to come see us. Thank you so much. I appreciate you kind of doing this on the fly. That that's wonderful. Thank you. Well, and actually, on my end, it's kind of crazy too because my studio's down. I'm doing the show from my iPhone, so. Uh, so this is wonderful. This is a, a, a great uh, testament to our modern technology. So 70 seconds, um, Keith, 70 seconds. All right. Well, we will close it on down here and say we would like for you to join us next week. Believe it or not, we will, be, we will have a Watchdogs radio show on Christmas Eve. I uh, will say we won't be live, but uh, we're going to hear from uh, some of our friends here, some people who you don't normally hear from at the Watchdog's office, uh, what their feelings about Christmas is. And hopefully, if technology will let me uh, make my way through it, we're going to have a great show for you both on New Year's Eve and on Christmas Eve. And then once we do that, we'll be back to our regular programming. So uh, for right now, of course, we're going to wish you a recorded Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year uh, next week. But uh, certainly, uh, we have loved the opportunity to be here with you every week. We have, uh, we have gone through the whole year and produced a show every week except one, uh, and we are glad to have you with us. So thank you for joining Watchdogs Radio. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program, you want to finish it, Chris? Are the ones, the ones that, don't that know just enough about don't it. know enough about it. Thanks again, everybody. Hey, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll see you next year on Watchdogs Radio. Sounds good.